There's no point in putting stuff out there if it's actually not working. Like with brand design, oh, that's a nice logo, but what's it doing? What's it saying? What is your messaging? Who is it for? You have to connect. You can. You have to connect with your customer or else there's no point in doing what you're doing. That's Ashling Griffin, award-winning brand and graphic designer with her business Treetop Studio. Ashling made a decision to only work with businesses whose work makes a positive impact on the world. She's multi-passionate with interests, not just in brand design, but also product design and teaching. She has expanded her view to integrate all three into her working life. It is a choice that has fed her soul and her business. I'm Fanola Howard, intuitive marketer, your host and founder of How Great Marketing Works. I believe that every business has a story to tell because that's how the market decides whether to buy or not. And your story has to resonate with who you are and with the people you want to serve. And this podcast is about helping you reach the market in a way that feels right to you. So if you're an entrepreneur with a dream you want to make real, then this is the podcast for you because great marketing is your truth shared. You all know at this point that brand is something that I do every single day from a positioning perspective, get making sure that the right stories are told, making sure that a client or a business is uh, positioned properly to actually leverage a story that makes sense for them and the trajectory of their business. But there's another key component to that, and is that is the most obvious part of brand, which is to design the brand, to design the brand so that it is a perfect visual representation of the essence of who a person is, who a business is, who a company is. And I've had the great fortune of working with a wonderfully creative, lovely fellow Waterfordian, <laughs> Ashling Griffin. Woohoo, up the data. Woohoo, <laughs> up the data. <laughs> Welcome, Ashling. Oh, thank you so much, Fanola. Lovely to be here. Yeah. And I love talking about brand. And then I realized I haven't really done a brand episode yet. So I said, who better than to talk to Ashling? So I think it would be really great to kind of talk about your story from a brand perspective, even of how where you started in business, what you did and the journey you've had, and maybe kind of to share a little bit about, I mean, there was a period of time in business where uh people thought very little of brand and now they seem to understand that brand actually has impact and it's a really strong asset in a business. Can you share a little bit about how you've seen that grown over the years? Yeah, well, just to go back to what you were saying there about my story from the beginning, like I would have I would have started in 2012. I, I set up my own business, Treetop Studio in 2012. And in the beginning, it was I was I was in different roles and I, I left I left a full time position and um, I just really wanted to do this myself and give it a go. And um, why at that point, I I uh, I wanted to give it a go because I was very unhappy working for other people. I felt that I would go into a studio, into a design business, and I felt like I was just someone there to kind of get the stuff out really quick. I wasn't connecting with the clients. I didn't really meet the clients. So I was getting I was getting this brief from somebody else that may not even have a design background. Um, they were the ones that were, you know, were client facing. And so I felt like 
this doesn't really make sense. I should be the one sitting down, sitting down, talking to a client. If I'm the one designing the brand, I should be listening to them and hearing about hearing exactly what their business is about. So it just didn't make sense to me. There was a lot of things that, um, I mean, I, I, there was lots of great experiences in the different places that I went, but I just felt that it could have been done better. And I just felt, why not give it a go? Were you scared? Oh, I was. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. It was the total unknown. So, um, I was so scared and I mean, I didn't have any clients. I, I, sorry, just full disclosure. I have my two and a half year old here in the background. So that's okay. He's very welcome. He's very welcome. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) This is the truth shared after all. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So I was scared. I had no clients um, and literally it, it actually was just like, the stars must have been aligning for me or something because I had met a guy a few weeks ago and we had been talking about freelance work and I was literally going to hand in my notice like the next day and he rang me up and and said, I have this work for you. So it was just like, oh my God. And then I started off in the Guinness Enterprise Centre and just kind of threw myself into networking and, um, you know, just built built clients from there. Like I would do something small for somebody and it was just a matter of like building that trust with people um you know you'd start off with something small and over deliver and then it was just like okay she's gonna do a good job so that's how I got that's how I got work that's how the word got out about me so what was the what was the something small that people started with the something small might be I mean social media wasn't at all big at that stage so it could have been like a promotional graphic or something like that. It was a brochure. It was more kind of print-based stuff. Yeah. So it was something small like that. And then they would get you then to kind of basically do like do their work, do their promotional work for them then. And did they talk about brand then? Did they talk about brand? This particular client, it was like they had, they had a brand, but it just didn't it didn't reflect them. And I was doing everything. I was moving them in a direction. And I found that I was the one talking to them, like trying to get them to to actually rebrand. And they just, they just didn't, they didn't, I suppose they didn't, they weren't comfortable with it. They were quite a big, a big company and they just felt it was going to be a lot of work to get everything rebranded, even though I was doing it for them. So, um, yeah, I suppose it was just like they 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 were uncomfortable to do that. And is it? Do you think that then uh, people saw the value of brand? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it they did. The, that particular. No, no. At the start, when you because I'm interested in how the journey of brand has moved over the last few years. Because I know around then, and definitely when I started out, um, like brand. You talked about logo. You didn't necessarily yeah. talk about brand. Yeah. And I think that I, now people are so much more clued in. People know what brand is and they're more aware of it. It's kind of this, it's a language now that they understand. Whereas before, people only thought brand was your logo and that's it. They didn't know about positioning and messaging and all that goes with it. And I think now, I think with social media, that has a big big part to play in it that people are just so much more in tune with what's going on and that 
that, you know, their customers have such uh, an important part in if people buy or not. So the customers, the, the actual clients, they have such a massive voice in a brand. Say more about that. I love that. The fact that so now it's this idea that we take the perspective of including our customers voice in everything that we do in order to reach them better. Is that a good way of expressing yeah, absolutely. it? Yeah, absolutely. It's about it's about speaking to your customers before it was very much you were guessing with what they wanted. You or know, you, you were, were on an ivory tower just looking down on them and not connecting with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, not connecting with them. Um, and it was, I'll put this message out and hopefully, like fingers crossed, it'll work for the best. And now it's very much, you know, you, you know, people are interacting more so with their customers and they just can't be ignored. And why should they be ignored? But it's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's just that it's we're in a great in such a powerful position now because we have all these tools at our fingertips fingertips we can we can connect with them so easily and just ask them what they want whereas before we didn't have that luxury i'm not sure they wanted to i'm not sure a lot of businesses wanted to connect i remember they having were just conversations with the old yeah well no it was this is this is my business and this is how i will be and I remember having a conversation with somebody like it could have been about 20 years ago. And um, and, you know, this whole idea of deactivating comments on a blog or not speaking back yeah. to your customer. And it was that. Yeah, it was a the baseline was you, you usually deactivated comments on a blog because, oh, my God, what would you do if they answered back? That was terrifying to people. They didn't want their customer to talk to them because they didn't know what to say to them back. And that's a definite shift. Yeah, absolutely. And I always find it's funny when you finish a project with someone and I always ask for a video testimonial from a client. And I mean, so many other designers I would talk to, they're like, oh, no, I don't I don't ask for testimonials. I don't want to know what they think of the service. It's like, what? But why? Like, that's brilliant feedback that you can use and you can grow from that. You know, that's just OK. You want you want to hear. Obviously, we all want to hear the good stuff, but we want to hear the bad stuff. If there is any bad stuff, or if there's stuff that we can work on, we want to hear it so that it doesn't happen the next time or it's a better process. Yeah. So you're actually living your market research. You know, we get it all the yeah. time so that you can adjust and iterate all the time. And I remember speaking to somebody else even re recently, the the insecure, there is an insecurity, though, for asking for testimonials with a lot of people, I think, like they feel that. And I've heard this because I've been asked this question on my own course of feeling um, a bit of imposter syndrome by asking for testimonials, like that it's not a good thing, like feeling insecure, not that they don't want it, but they're a little embarrassed by it in in um, or a little uncomfortable with it. It's not that. It's like they don't want to bother the client. OK, yeah. And they don't yeah. want to be kind of they don't like talking about themselves. That's it. No, 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 I'm, I'm after getting very used to asking <laughs> straight away. Yeah, but it's the 
But it's that thing of, you know, it's not just about asking and receiving the testimonial. It's actually to put it out there into the world. But I think that and I've seen this with people on my courses that they're nervous about one asking for the testimonial. They'll go so far as, yes, asking for the testimonial, but then they leave it in a drawer. I won't do anything with it. And that's and what would you say to somebody like that? Oh, just you have it there. That's gold. You know, that's that's there's somebody else that needs your service. So, you know, use it, like chop it up into little bits, pull out quotes from it. Um, you can use it in all different ways. You can actually use like the video itself. I think what I, I always ask people for videos and I just think it's so there's such power with video and actually seeing seeing somebody's gestures and body language and how they have how they've worked with you and what, you know, what they enjoyed about the experience. So there's that. And then there's also, you can just take this transcript from that and actually, you know, create social media posts from it. So there's loads you can do with testimonials. And even, even, um, it's more believable. Yeah, absolutely. It's not made up. It's not like she's great from Anne in County Cork. Do you know what I mean? Like there, there's the proof there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, really good. That's a, a nice little nugget we've just explored there unexpectedly. And I love that. Um, what I love, let's let's you've got an interesting way that you've grown your business, right? There's a couple of kind of milestones or earmarkers that I can that uh, yeah, I can see that- in your business. And one of the first things is that you made a decision with this lovely quote on your website, right, which is you made a choice to only work with businesses whose work makes a positive impact on the world. Why did you choose to do that? Well, this was, it actually happened kind of organically. Like I was looking at the the clients that were coming to me and there were certain ones, including yourself, Anola, <laughs> um, you. but there were certain ones that were, that were just, I want more of those. I want more of those. And it was like, what is the, I kind of looked at it like, what is the running theme with these people? You know, what are they doing that I'm just able to work so well with them? And it was about that they are doing good things in the world. They are, you know, they're making such a big impact. Um, So it was, it was then with my messaging, my, I wanted my messaging then to reflect that. And I think something as simple like that, as simple as that, you know, just a message like that. But I have found that has attracted more of the type of people I want to work with from that. So you can it see It has that. actually done that. It has. Yeah. I love has. that. Yeah. And does some, what does somebody say? Do they, when they ring, you know, and they do discovery call or whatever with you, are they saying, I love that piece that you wrote? Like, how, how do you know that this this choice of this strategic decision you made about what kind of customer you choose, how how do you know that's working? Have they said that back to you? Have they reflected that back to you? Yeah, usually, well, usually it's just the line of work that they're in. I know that my messaging, my website, it has all resonated with them. And usually they will talk about some other piece of work that, that I've done that they really like. But there has been a couple that have actually referred to, I really liked, I really liked, you know, your message of, of working with businesses, businesses that are making a positive in- impact. They've actually said that to me. Um, there was like, cause I'm very interested in self-care and mental health and just 
lifting people up and being positive. And there was um, a book that I designed for Angie Dixon. It was, um, she, thanks for asking. And it was her, it was a series of essays that she created um, after the, the loss of her brother through suicide. And it was such a, it was such a powerful piece of work that we both worked on. And I just felt I want more of this. I want my design work to really make a difference in people's lives. So that mm. was, that was definitely kind of when I, I came across her, well, when she contacted me, I was like, I want to do more of this, more of this type of work. Was that, that's a message that I say to most of my clients that you should always do the work that you love, that you're most passionate about. I always uh, advocate that you choose your customer. You don't wait for your customer to come in the door, that you actively make a choice about which customer you work with. But I know there's a reticence to do that. Like I, I'm a, a strong advocate of it's often more important to you say no to in order to clear a space for you to say yes to the right people. Absolutely. Were you nervous doing that? Did it take a while for that decision to come to the fore? Yeah, it it did because I found I did think like I can I can do the work for the other people as well, but I just felt I obviously I I just want to these are the people that are really resonate so I want to do this work with them. It makes sense to do work with them. Um and I did think that there was possibly yeah, other people are going to be turned away by it, but I didn't really, you know, I didn't really come across it that much, you know, like in the beginning when I started out I was taking on everything because I was just so grateful of any work. Um, and so it's been yeah. over the years that I've really honed in on brand design, designing for especially, you know, women, women in their kind of 50s plus would be like my demographic. Um, and I found that my messaging and everything like when I look at the stats on, you know, on Instagram, you can see the you can see the actual audience and you could see that it is actually connecting with with that customer, you know, that my ideal customer. So it is working. Are you unusual in the fact that you're looking at the stats? As a creative person, I'm just interested in. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I you know the neat little boxes we yeah. put people in that. Everyone is always trying to leap their way out of it. And I'm always, you know, break the boxes. But I love that you're coming with creativity and you come from that space and that world. And yet you are looking at the stats and seeing, does this corroborate with my own strategy for my business? Yeah, well, thank you. But there's no point in putting stuff out there if it's actually not working. Like it's there's no point in creating a nice picture and it's you're not saying anything with it. It's like you know, with, with brand design, oh, that's a nice logo, but what's it doing? What's it saying? What, what is your messaging? What is, who is it for? You know, it's, there's no, you have to connect. You can, you have to connect with, with your customer or else there's no point in doing what you're doing. This is why I love working with you, <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> you're amazing at what you do, but it hasn't translated into the success you wished for. You want to make a bigger impact and it's time to do something about it. It's time that your brand, your website and all your messaging speak to that bigger vision you have for your business. So if you're ready to build a business that moves you, moves you professionally, financially and personally, then this is our invitation to design your own success. 
Design Your Own Success is the ultimate live and in-person program dedicated to businesswomen like you. Say goodbye to endless decision-making and fragmented initiatives that never seem to move the needle far enough. Instead, spend five days in November with us and our winning team at the Brook Lodge in McCredden Village, fast-tracking your success. Design Your Own Success, five days in-person, packed with exactly what you need to take your business to the next level. Find out more at designyourownsuccess.com and register your spot today. This is Finola and Lucy. And we can't wait to meet you there. So just as a, a disclaimer, so I my brand work and everything is done by Ashling and I love it. I my I'm, I've had yeah. iterations. I want to talk about this, this idea that there is a corporate view of brand is absolute. And once the brand is in place that it should never move, it must remain static. I mean, that that for me is a very outdated view of the world, even for large corporate brands. They must evolve. You see the larger ones evolving more, but it's particularly more relevant for personal brands, small business brands. And this idea that they that we create space for them to evolve simply because we evolve and We've had a very recent um, uh, journey, okay? So I had I had uh, an established brand of um, my How Great Marketing Works, which has become my academy and my core online courses and stuff like that. And what happened was, as some of my brand stuff uh, grew and evolved, I found that I was changing as well in my business and growing. And I was actually moving away from my own brand and so I pulled you in to work with me to let's really kind of pull this together. And we've done we're on our se- our second iteration of this growth, this growth piece. And it's kind of really interesting, like because I came to you to say I was reflecting on how I was evolving as a person and how I was evolving as an entrepreneur and that, you know, my original branding had a New York skyline at the back of it because New York for me was the home of marketing. It was one of my first uh, jobs in the world. I loved it. I was home, but it no longer was relevant to me anymore because I felt more inspired by where I live and how I live. And I'm much more, and you know, sea swimming, all of that stuff. And so I came to you with this view of, it's just, I just don't like it anymore. And you know, you gotta love your brand. You want to share a little bit about our journey here because it's actually evolved again. It's going to roll out again this week. So I'm excited by it. (laughs) Yeah, I remember you rang me up and I was just finishing maternity leave on my second child. And you were like, so when can you when can you start? I was like, hang on a minute now (laughs) while breastfeeding. Um, But uh, (laughs) yes, I remember you said to me you were kind of so excited and it was like, I can't. It was this. you were cringing nearly with your old with your old stuff because it just wasn't fitting anymore, and it was like kind of rip it off. You know, I don't even want to be associated with more, with that anymore. It was a really strong feeling you had about it, and you started talking about, you know, I'm you you did. I remember the conversation. You were you were so excited about like swimming in the sea, and you were saying, you know, you're you're so inspired by nature and all these things, and you wanted to bring more of that into your branding because. This was a big, a big part of you. And we, I think you came, I'm not sure if you came up, you had this idea of the elemental 
the, the four yeah. elements. I wanted yeah, it to be elemental. These four elements. And I, I was thinking, oh my God. And when I heard this, I was like, oh gee, this is just brilliant. I can't wait to get started. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say something <laughs> awful there. <laughs> so good. Yeah, because Cute. I think I just thought there's, oh, like you're talking about, you're talking my language because I love nature and um, I, I kind of saw the beauty in when you have all these different, the, you have, you know, your main visuals, your core, like your core brand identity, but then with something like a landscape or sea or nature, you, you can pull so many images, so many, so many visuals from this, you know, so I knew that this is going to be something really, really great because it's a great subject matter, you know. So, well, I loved it also because it was um, it seemed to reflect how I worked. I just seemed to see these uh, like I'm very passionate about my work. I'm very passionate about working with clients. And that was just, you know, it's that fiery part of me. And yet I loved this flow in the sea and this gentle movement and that there should be ease to entrepreneurship. And there was just too many stories around these four elements that just seemed to emerge that were in direct alignment with my own work. And I just said, feck it, I'll embrace it. Yeah, it totally makes sense. It totally makes sense for for everything you do, because because there is, there's, there's so many aspects to each of us and it's not all fire all the time. You have your quiet moments mm. as well. So I think, yeah. yeah, giving space to all of those and incorporating all of, all of that into a brand is just, it just makes sense. Why wouldn't you? So, um, yeah, so I was just. I like that idea. I like that you've just said that giving space to all parts of ourselves. So that was, yeah, I mean, with, with your element, with the elemental brand, it was, we're in the second stage of that because I think we've, we came to a point where I had created the, uh, the icons, the identities for the the different elements. Um, And Mm. I still felt there was something lacking. I still wanted to create more for you so that you have these library, you have this library of visuals that you can pull from because I've, I still found because you're expanding so much, you're getting bigger and bigger. There's lots of different strings to your, strings to your bow. You have, you've a lot of, so I wanted to give you that kind of full suite of visuals that you're not going to have to come, even though I want you to come back to me, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, that you're not going to be going, I need, I need something else for that. Like I want to have thought about all those things, all those things that you need. So yeah, I want to I want to give you the I want to give you the the elements that you need before you you know you need them. Well, also I think that it's been when we did this initial initial work. This was me. This and I'm I'm expressing this to listeners because I want them to understand how how you grow, growing as a person has this impact on brand and to allow yourself to also allow this brand to evolve because we've done stage one of where I was really resonating with this idea yeah. of elements. And but I still had this other identity around how great marketing works that was established. So there was, you know, and we were mm-hmm. wanting to bring the two into alignment. But what has now happened in this second iteration is I needed that time to evolve again, even even more to to come to this next stage to now go, no, I can let go of the past now. 
I can let go of how I had seen how great marketing works. But now I want to bring how great marketing works much more fully into my own brand. And I needed the time to see that. Yeah, yeah, you did. Because I think it is that it's a, you're trying to incorporate, I think, everything and you're holding on to certain things that have worked for you in the past. And I think it's just that, yeah, you do. For you, it was everything needed to be incorporated onto Fanola Howard. It needed to be one brand with these other, with all these kind of sub brands coming from it. But the the main brand needs to be Fanola Howard, and I and that took you yeah a while did. to to kind of just let the other stuff go. I found that with my own branding. Um, when I started out, I had this little tree icon, and it was very cutesy and it was um very kind of playful and childish and I found I, I I really felt like this needs to change because I've grown up and it wasn't reflecting me anymore and um it was like a, nearly like a grieving yeah. process you're saying goodbye to something that you've identified with yeah. for so long and it's kind of like you're going through, will I just keep it on? Like I was asking my husband, he was like, I like it. Which go away, you're no help. <laughs> I'm trying to grow. Will you leave me alone? I'm only messing. But um, so, yeah, it, it was. So I totally understand where you were coming from there. But it's something I say to, you know, because when I working with clients, it's always about next level growth. And one of the things I've always said to them and I to quote, and it's an anonymous, it's not I haven't said it. It's just a, such a powerful sentence. It's the price of the new life is the old one. And I had to let go of the old stuff in order to fully embrace the new stuff. And that is not just in brand. That'll be in so many parts of the business, you know, to move forward. You have to let go of stuff to create space for the new stuff. And that is hard to do when you've always, when you feel, oh, I'll just do it myself. You know, oh, I'll just, you know, you'll get it done. I know how to do it, so I'll just stick with it. And it, yeah, it takes a while to realize that. I think that, no, this is, this isn't for me anymore. I don't need, this is not where I'm kind of flourishing. So let's just, yeah, I don't have to to do everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's interesting about your statement earlier about creating space for all of you to be expressed, you have different parts of yourself expressed in your business. So it's not just brand design, graphic design and great brand architecture and how it all works and makes sense together. You also have a part of you that loves clothes and loves product and you are launching or have, have you fully launched this wonderful, this wonderful product range that is also environmental and eco. Um, and the first product is a beautiful scarf made out of eco satin. And your brand for this is separate from Treetop Studio. It's Wild Light. Yeah, Wild Light. Tell and us more. It, it's about, yeah, so it's very exciting. So this is something that I have wanted to do for a long time and I think I always thought that I need to just just focus on brand design. And if I bring anything else in, people are just going to conf- get confused and they'll think, oh, she's doing a bit of everything. And I remember I have had a conversation of you with you and you said, but this is who you are. Like, these are just other parts of you. It's like, why hide these other parts of you? Why not just 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 let them emerge? 
So this is what uh, happened with Wildlight. It was one of these things that I kept wanting to get my designs onto product, onto textiles, onto scarves. And I said, Ashling, you just have to start, just start. Because I, I was putting all these blocks up. I kept making excuses. And um, I was here one evening with a head cold and I put it live. I, I posted it live on Instagram. I was so not ready, but I just said, you know what? I have to, I have to start because I'm going to be here in the same place next year going, why, why haven't I done it yet? So I, I have grown, I have just grown this um, and it's still in its infancy. It is getting there. Um, but it's very exciting because it's, because I can see the steps. I can see the steps that I'm taking, even though they're, if they're small steps, some, some days may not be big steps, but they're, they're still, it's still progress. And this is what Wildlight is all about. It's about letting your light shine and it's about empowerment and movement and progress and especially female empowerment. So the first piece that I am working on, it's a scarf. I actually have it here beside me. So it is a beautiful eco scarf, eco satin scarf. And it's on a lovely teal background. And the statement says, bold, brave and beautiful. And it's all about, it's all about being bold, brave and beautiful. And being <laughs> bold, brave and beautiful and getting up and, and looking at yourself in the mirror and just putting something on, putting on a pop of colour that you may not feel too confident that day, but you know what, you just read, your, read that message and put on, put on the scarf um, and you just go out into the world and do your best. And it's all about just moving forward and progression and up, uplifting positivity. And that's what I want. It's just, it's a bit of fun. It's a pop of color and it just goes so well with so many, so many outfits. I've been wearing it this weekend and I got so many compliments. <laughs> yeah, we met on Friday and she was wearing it and I just went, oh, it's just fantastic. But it's, uh, but I have to say this to you, Ashling, you are meant to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 it, I studied, so I studied graphic design in college and I also, one of the modules that I picked was fashion. And I got really good marks in both. So I got really good marks in fashion and graphic design. And I remember thinking, oh, I'll make more money in graphic design. So I went for graphic design. I don't know how true that is. But, um, and I just feel like this is like a merge, a merging of my two, my two loves, fashion and design. And this is something that I've, it's my own designs that I have on this. So it just makes sense, you know, and it's, it's still aligning. That's why I wanted to create its own brand. I wanted to create, you know, Wildlight is all about, you know, that that untamed kind of natural connection to nature, wild. And then the light is all about your inner beauty and your essence. So I just wanted to give it, give it its own space rather than it falling under Treetop yeah. Studio. Yeah. So I, that was that was something that I really thought about. Should it be should it be under Treetop Studio? And I think Treetop Studio is so established now. I think it would just make my customer confused. So I wanted to give it a, and a, and a lot of my customers from Treetop Studio, I know that they would buy this. 
So I think, but I still wanted to give it its own identity. Yeah. It needed the space to breathe. It did. Yeah, it did. And as you tell stories, um, these are stories that fit wild light that may not necessarily, there is a, there is a, um, an overlap in your vision and your purpose for your business that makes sense that you do wild light, but also wild light needs its space to breathe, to tell its own story and for you to have the freedom to tell that story. Bravo. Can't wait when they become available. <laughs> I know, I know. Very soon, very soon. Very cool. They're going to be available to pre-order very soon. So I'm Fantastic. so excited. There's yeah. another part of you that you've, um, you also had a love of teaching and you decided to teach. Yeah, yeah. This has been something that has, again, been on my radar for a long time. My, um, I've always been interested in education and teaching. I did a, a series of workshops a good few years back, it was infographic workshops, and I just loved that. I loved the buzz of helping people and letting, you know, helping people hone their skills and just seeing how my input can really, you know, make somebody better at what they're doing, you know, because I'm teaching. I took up a position last September with Griffith College, uh, a great college, and um, the students there were just so great. Like you could see the the potential, you know, how much they they grew in that year that I worked with them. And they did a creative show at the end of the year. And like they should have been so proud because it was just really amazing that the work that they produced, you know, just really refining their skills because it was second years that I'm teaching. Um, and they had a certain, they had, they were at a certain level, but I just got them to kind of question everything. Um, like, why are you putting that there? What, you know, because there has to be with graphic design, there has to be a reason for everything you do. Um, so it's different from fine art that way, where you can just be expressive and there, there obviously is a reason for things, but you don't have to kind of explain it to a certain extent. Whereas with the client, it's like, you need to know either it needs to be a reason for that line being there or why it's that thick or, you know, so there's a lot of, lot of behind the scenes and a lot of detail that goes into the decision making around things. But um, yeah, my mom and dad were, were teachers. My dad lectured in WIT for a long time. So it was in, I think it was in my blood, you know, it was there. Uh, I always thought, why didn't I go back to Limerick? I studied in uh, graphic design in Limerick and I always thought, why didn't I do that? add on teacher training course at the time, you know, I always kind of kicked myself for doing that. So um, I'm delighted that I'm, I'm getting to do that now and that I can still, you know, I still have space for Treetop Studio and I still have space for this new venture as well, uh, Wildlife. So I think there's, there's room for it all. Well, I, this is part of why I wanted you to come on Your Truth Shared because we don't have a conventional view of what entrepreneurship has to look like anymore. It doesn't have to be that you work 24 hours a day and are exhausted and burnt out and have nothing to give your family. You also can bring all the different parts of yourself because invariably there is a thread that weaves through all of them like this. You've expressed it beautifully of how these three aspects of your life and your business are actually all make sense together. And I and I kind of wanted to show to share with people that this is possible and that you're an example of this possibility. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. It um, it makes sense. And I mean, I think 
being, you know, from a, a creative point of view, I think if I was to sit, to go back to a nine to five and sit in front of a computer screen, I think it would just, I think it would, a little part of me would die, I think, because I think um, I need, I know I need different ways of working. And if it's, if it's dealing with students or if it's one-to-one with a client, or if it's just some uh, alone time and I'm coming up with ideas for new products, it has given me, it's given me a new energy for my own work, for the treetop work and for this, for wildlife now as well. But even stuff that I, the, the things that I'm telling my students to do, like in terms of, you know, work in your sketchbook first, you know, really, really solve, try and solve the problem on paper first before you go to the computer. Because I think, and I find now I'm like, okay, I need to take a, uh, 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 a lesson from this as well. Like I need to do this before I just jump onto the computer and, you know, try and get it done quickly. It's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to explore. I'm going to play in my sketchbook and then I'll, and then I'll move to the computer. Computer is kind of the last stage. You need, you need to do all this exploratory work. And I mean, so much can come from that as well. Like there's so many visuals can come from that. I, I was working on a, a project recently for a lady, um, she's a psychologist and I was kind of like, I kind of know what I want to do, but I'm not sure. But I just let myself get into my sketchbook, come up with some textures and patterns. And that's what, and that's what it had, you know, that's what came from it. I was able to actually use, I was able to actually use those, uh, visuals in her final poster. So wonderful. Um, so it means that you're 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 teaching them and learning from them simultaneously. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. 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 Powerful. I also want to share with everyone that uh, Ashling is working with us with us on the Design Your Own Success program that we're launching in November. Well, we're launched now, but that yes. we're running in November. And tell share with everyone a little about your role for Design Your Own Success. So I'm going to be one of the brand designers there. So Lucy, Lucy is going to be, obviously she's running it with, with Fanola, but I am going to be one of the brand designers there that will get to work with people uh, one-to-one and do discovery sessions and work on their help with their positioning and their mood boards and their marketing. And I'm going to be yeah, working with them. I can't wait to actually work, to actually do it and to get all, to work with all these brilliant businesses. Yeah, it's going to be so exciting. Just to share with everybody that it, as part of Design Your Own Success, we do all of this positioning work to get a business ready. Uh, bef- they've got to be ready to have their ladder up against the right wall before they come to brand design and everything. And then so when they positioning, when you have positioning ready, then uh, Lucy and Ashling come together and work on mood boards with them. They get their brand, they work on their brand brief first, then they move into mood boards. And then you get this one-on-one time with Ashling to flesh out what can this mean and what can this look like? Because like we said at the start, you've got to meet the client, you've got to feel them. There's got to be that one-on-one time to create yeah. something that has this resonance that really communicates the essence of the business. And Ashling's going to help everyone do that. 
Absolutely. I can't wait. And that's, that's one part of my own process that I love as well. I love that, that discovery session where I really just sit down with the client and get to know them. Why are they doing this? You know, what is it that drives them, their passion, their purpose? So just getting to do that then with in design your own success, it's just going to be great because, you know, you have to have that conversation just to get to have that conversation and then to be able to kind of pull from that conversation. And even in terms of like, as the, as the brand is going to be designing, that conversation will be played or, you know, I'll be able to take notes. Like even with my own discovery sessions, I always record them. I always ask the people first and I will play that conversation that's just running in the background as I'm researching or going to the next stage of the mood board. So um, it's such a key step. It's so, and it's, it's, yeah, yeah. Well, we're delighted to have you on board. Oh, thanks so much. I'm very excited about it. Yeah. What would you like to leave people with today in terms of brand and this discussion? I think you just need to start. Um, I think that Sometimes people feel that they need to have everything perfect and they need to have their branding perfect and that can hold them back. And I think, I think to a certain extent, you just have to start. And if that's in terms of a design or messaging or a video, it's all part of what's going to be, you, it is part of your brand. And things can change, you know what I mean? So it's okay to tweak stuff, but it's just about, it's about movement and moving forward and progress. So I think you just have to start. You have to start. That's a wonderful yeah. way to finish. Thank you so much, Ashling. Thank you, Fanola. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And if you'd like to find out more about Ashling, check her out on LinkedIn or on her website at treetopstudio.ie and if you'd like to support the show please leave a five-star rating and review on apple podcasts and reach out and let me know your takeaways from this episode and how it may have affected how you think about your business what would you like to know more about send me a message i look forward to receiving it